Welcome to Storytime with the Intimacy Ally. Each episode will tear down a myth, kick a social norm in the beanbag, gut punch a sex ed untruth, or destroy a poorly constructed relationship expectation. Get ready to unlearn all the crap you accepted as fact. Strap in for a mind-blowing revision on what sex is and what it can do. Prepare yourself for a whole new thought pattern when it comes to modern relationships. And now, here's your host, Jenny Simus, the Intimacy Ally, relationship expert and certified sex and intimacy coach. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to Storytime with the Intimacy Ally. Today, we are going to tackle a myth, like literally, or um, a social norm lie about how you're supposed to have this perfect person not only waiting for you, but looking for you. We are going to talk about how soulmates are just not real. Now, the reason that I said it's a myth and a lie is because there's a Greek philosopher who plays into this. So I get it. Like, you know, not everything that you get out of uh, Greece is a myth. But when I think of things that go along with that, it kind of hits. Um, So... The idea that we had a split apart uh, was started by Plato. Plato, Greek philosopher, wrote that Zeus split humans apart or split them in half, literally, as punishment for their pride. So he said that humans once had four legs, four arms, and two faces. I don't know if you've ever seen or heard about the split apart theory. Um, I know that in my mind, it makes me think about the movie, The Butcher's Wife, because that's the first time that I think I ever heard about it in like, you know, mainstream entertainment. And then it was reinforced for me in Hedwig and the Angry Inch in the song, The Origin of Love two of my favorite things to watch, but not really the best place to get your ideology from when you're approaching dating. Certainly not the way that I would recommend when you're approaching online dating. I think that the idea of soulmates has the potential to be so damaging to so many people I think that, for one, the story sets you up to believe that there is, you know, this other half of your soul out there looking, just just as we are looking for them, right? It's a beautiful notion, but it's bullshit. Pardon my language. The idea is super harmful because it implies, one, that you have reached a certain age or stage in your life and you haven't found that person yet. (gasps) Oh no, that's a terrible, terrible idea to have running through your mind 
when you're trying to date. That's a terrible thing to have like circulating and constantly working its way in there when you're wondering, well, why is this person, you know, hooked up with a great partner? Why has this person been married this long? Or why have I never been married? Why can't I find someone who I can settle down with? Um, I just think it's so outlandishly hurtful to assume that you have defined this needle in a haystack person. Uh, the second reason is that it can send you on this philosophical merry-go-round. I remember at one point when I was in my 20s thinking, what if my soulmate is dead? And there are other thoughts that you can get really stuck on if you are stuck on this concept of there is a soulmate out there for me. What if I already met my soulmate and I dismissed them? What if my soulmate wasn't ready to receive me when I met them? You can really get yourself into some unhelpful and hurtful thought experiments if you go down this road. The third reason why I don't love the idea of soulmates is that it denies the idea that your soulmate might come in the form of a non-romantic partner. Now, what I mean by that is you could possibly find someone who feeds your soul, as it were, in so many ways, who has nothing to do with being the person that you come home to or being the person that you are intimate with or the person that you start a family with. I believe that you can find soul and deep connection in other relationships, friends, cousins, you know, a niece or an aunt, like there are other relationships that can be so very meaningful and we diminish their possibility of really fulfilling us when we put this impact and this non-negotiable importance on finding this imaginary perfect person to be in a romantic relationship with. The fourth thing that bothers me about this notion of soulmates is that I see this hard and fast rule that a soulmate must be out there for you as an offshoot of a scarcity mindset. Now, when I say that, what I'm talking about is thinking about that you have to grasp at this one person out of literally millions, could open it up, billions of people, 
I just think mathematically, and you're absolutely right, I am not a mathematician, but mathematically, statistically, there are so much greater odds that there are probably, let's say, at least a hundred people out there who could totally tick all of your boxes. And you could also tick all of theirs. Getting away from this idea that you have to put all of your eggs into one soulmate basket can be incredibly freeing. It will allow you to stop dealing in absolutes when you are on the dating sites, when you are looking through your apps. You are going to have a different perspective on what is truly necessary and what is truly important. Now, the fifth reason that I think that soulmates are a notion that we can just kick out the door is that once you do, you are going to take the pressure off. You, in admitting that soulmates are not real and not a thing that you have to strive to achieve in your dating journey, oh, you're going to feel your shoulders relax. You're going to feel your heart rate slow. You're going to feel that tightness in your stomach when you look at your app to check and see who has been looking at me. And you don't see that, oh, well, that can't be the perfect one, or there's no way that that's my soulmate. No, 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 no. All of that is going to release. Your perspective partners that are going to be able to engage with you, that you are going to be excited to meet, and your sense of adventure and curiosity about these potential partners, like getting in the mood to like date and have it be fun is going to come back to you. And while we're talking about this idea of, you know, putting so much pressure on one person to exist in the beginning, uh, but also to find you and you find them. Can we just talk about like what makes a relationship really like lasting and fulfilling? Because I think that when a lot of people say, I've met the one or, oh, this is my soulmate. I think that they're still very much in that phase where all the chemicals are kind of going around in your brain and you're really, really sexually attracted to somebody, or you're really, really just into their pheromones, and all of those things are happening. But that's not what keeps a relationship going, and that's not what creates a lasting relationship. Those are things that you develop together. Your intimate connection, your honest communication, your mutual respect, your shared values, your similar life goals, 
These are things that are going to be tested over and over again in a relationship. And you can't base any odds on knowing that that person is going to have the strength and the interest and the wherewithal to do those things if you're just holding them up to this imaginary standard of something that you believe you're supposed to want. So accept that soulmates are not real. And once you open yourself up to that notion, like you put out a sign that like no soulmate is expected, you will start to see the pool of potential partners go deeper, go wider, and you will feel your want to be outgoing, your want to explore options, your desire to be genuinely curious about other people open up. Just a couple more notes on this really quick. I am starting this Making Online Dating Magical Mastermind. If you are interested, you can email me at theintimacyally at gmail.com or you can request a consultation at my website www.theintimacyally.com and I am creating a course that goes along with a group of very like-minded women who have had a frustrating and disappointing go of online dating so far. I want you to really think about joining this mastermind if the idea of finding a soulmate has had you stuck. I want you to think about what it would be like to be able to bounce ideas about potential partners off of a group of women who are all in it to win it, just like you. And I hope that you will. Go ahead and sign up if you have tried other courses in the past that have not come through on their promises. I don't really make any. Sorry. I only want you to feel better, feel more confident, and feel more curious about dating online. Plus, there's a little bit of magic that gets thrown in there. Otherwise, why would it be making online dating magical? So that is it for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, go ahead and follow and subscribe. And just remember, be kind, stay curious, and enjoy love and sex and life as much as you can. Be safe, my lovelies. Mwah. 
Thank you for tuning in to Storytime with the Intimacy Ally. We hope you learned a bit more about putting the fire back in your romantic relationships, exploring communication and emotional readiness in all relationships, and how to expand your definition of intimacy so you can reach your relationship goals. Go to theintimacyally.com to subscribe and never miss an episode. Follow the links in the show notes to social media and events. Till next time, keep on learning, growing, and thinking. Storytime with the Intimacy Ally podcast is meant for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as health or mental health advice. 